I'm going to open this mic if he's listening. It's going to open real soon. And uh, Rami Gaffney, amazing, amazing man. He began his career early uh, in beauty after dropping out of law school <laughs> and uh, moving to Sydney, Australia to attend beauty school. And uh, the career change offered Rami the opportunity to pursue freelance work as a professional makeup artist, where he traveled through Singapore and Europe and back to his hometown of New York, where he started working for a cosmetic company until he developed his reputation as the go-to makeup artist for editorial celebrity makeup. And uh, he also wrote, and I love both these books, Beauty Therapy, The Ultimate Guide to Looking Good and Feeling Great While Living with Cancer. That's going to win longest title. And How to Fake Real Beauty, a must-have for everyone, by the way. It's a terrific book. His philosophy is simple, minimum makeup, maximum impact. So let's open his mic right now and welcome our guest, Rami Gaffney. Hey, Rami. Hey, Nancy. Can you hear me? Happy to be here. Welcome to the sh- <laughs> I had to play on your collar. I just had. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was uh, summer and appropriate for uh, the weather. It's great, Rami. You know I love all your products. So that's, that's for one. But also the great tips and everything you give, just even on a one-to-one meeting with you. Thank and also you. you are now doing stand-up comedy as well. Allegedly. <laughs> so you can't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Ramney. So tell us a little bit about this, uh, the law school part I didn't know about, but uh, then you went to Australia. So tell us how you got into this and lead us uh, in. Well, 
you know, for me, I always say you have to hit bottom before you can sort of find what you're meant to do in life. And for me, hitting bottom was law school. I, I was actually upset when I was accepted to law school. I was like, oh, no, now I'm going to have to try this. And in my, in my gut, I knew it wasn't really my calling. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to always wonder, maybe it was, maybe I should have tried it. So I went to law school. I completed a year. I did very well academically. So everyone kept saying, well, the worst year is behind you. Just get the degree and then decide what you want to do. But I knew that if I completed the three years, I would have owed so much money in law school loans that I would have had to become a lawyer in order to dig myself out financially. And I, I just wanted to avoid that trap, you know. And so I dropped out, and I, and I had a year to change my mind. You know, when I left law school, they said, you, if you change your mind, you have a year, you can come back, you know, no harm, no foul. So all I would be losing was time. And I thought, well, if I come back, it's because I want to be here. But in my soul, I knew I was never going back. And um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I kind of blamed, I'm a native New Yorker, and I blamed New York for all my problems. And I said, I've got to get the heck out of Dodge. I have to get out of New York and find myself. And I wanted to go as far away as possible where they still spoke English. <laughs> and that's how I came up with Australia. <laughs> I, I always liked the Australian accent. I thought, you know, the people are beautiful. Um, you know, uh, I can, I don't have to learn a whole new language. I can, I can do this. <laughs> and so I went to Australia. I had a six-month uh, visa, and I ended up going to not one but two beauty schools uh, simultaneously. And I knew right away the first really? day of beauty school, I was like, this is it. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Did you and, – and then you – yeah, and I see also then you, you started – how did – then your career took off? Because now this is even before you started your things, you, you started touring the world. Uh, yeah, as a makeup artist, you know, I, I traveled around, and I ended up, you know, I've, I, it's very funny. I turned 30 when I was in Australia, and, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, my God, I'm 30. This isn't cute anymore. I have to get on this and start my career, you know, and so I uh, was very eager to work my way back to New York and really jumpstart my career because, in my mind, I was getting a late start. I was like, I should have started this, you know, 10 years earlier, so... I came back to New York. I talked my way into a job at Barney's, the original Barney's on 17th Street. And um, I worked there for a few months, and then I got hired by Bobby Brown Cosmetics, and I worked for Bobby Brown Cosmetics. And, um, you know, and along the way, you're just learning and learning and, and, you know, honing your skills as a makeup artist. And I ended up just a lucky break. I was hired as makeup director at a big Fifth Avenue salon that had just opened. And um, that's the job that really put me on the map in the business. I became famous uh, as a makeup artist and as an eyebrow expert and started working on celebrities and dealing with, you know, beauty editors and getting press and everything. I developed the makeup line for the salon and everything was just wonderful. Everything I'd hoped for was happening uh, in my career. And then, of course, just as everything is going great, I uh, was diagnosed with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I was 32, and I had to go through five months of chemo and radiation. And I went to work every single day uh, through treatment until uh, – Wow. Yeah. The, I, I just finished five months of chemo and was about to start a month of radiation, of daily radiation, when the salon fired me. And I said, why? I'm bringing oh. in a lot of money. I'm getting great press. My clients love me. What's the problem? And they said, quote, you're not the pretty boy we hired. And I was like, wow, oh I was a pretty God. boy? <laughs> like. 
<laughs> Who knew? Oh, and, um, and I, was, I was like oddly <laughs> flattered and furious at the same time. <laughs> and, um, but it was almost a relief not to have to go back. I took my things. I went home, and um, I, you know, I, I was in, there was there's like a small um, grapevine in the top. Uh, beauty salons in, in New York, you know, uh, there's a handful of them. And um, word got out that I was leaving my position as makeup director. And another top salon uh, reached out to me and said, come be our makeup director. And I thought, oh, thank God, you know, I need, you know, I'm, I'm still in treatment and I need to support myself. And I went to interview with them and they said, oh, you don't look like your pictures. And I said, well, I just finished five months of chemo, but I'm fine. The cancer is technically gone. And in a month, I'm going to be good as new. And they said, well, we're not looking to hire right now anyway. And I, was like, I said, oh. you called me, you know, but I, I realized no one is going to um, hire me while I looked like a cancer patient. You know, it's just, oh. I looked like I was going through something. And, and so uh, I went home and I did a mailing to my clients um, that I was available at my private studio. And then I was really lucky. I didn't have a publicist at the time, but um, I kept getting written up in all the magazines and, and websites as like uh, the top brow person. Um, you know, it was really at the time there weren't, uh, there was very few people specializing in eyebrows and I was probably the only man um, who was known for eyebrows at the time. And um, it just, I carved a niche for myself and uh, that sent a lot of new customers my way. And it also reinforced me to my existing clients, you know, that they should follow me to my studio. And I took my meager life savings and started uh, Rami Beauty Therapy also known as Rami Cosmetics. And the first year, I just would sell it to my brow clients, my brow and makeup clients. And it took a year of meetings, and I finally, a year later, launched it at Bergdorf Goodman. And just as I launched it at Bergdorf, the salon that fired me went out of business. And that was just, I was like, well, now what's Good. my motivation? Because <laughs> <laughs> everything I was doing was like, I'll show them what a mistake they made, you know. And, um, Good for you. So, yeah, things work out, you know. And, that and was a lot like, of positive came out of that, too, right? Yes, because very you, much so. Make a book. Yes. Talk about yeah, the book, I, you know, the first that book was wonderful. Was, the, the first book was, uh, you know, I was going to work every day. Uh, as makeup director and you know the pressure to look good working at that salon was very intense even before I was diagnosed and now suddenly I'm bald and I have dark circles and I'm pale and um, every day at work you know there were about 100 employees and every day you know my coworkers would be you know with the head tilt oh how are you today are you okay how are you feeling and it was just an, it was exhausting to have that conversation so many times every day so I started, luckily, being a makeup artist. I knew what to do for myself and, you know, a little concealer, a little bronzer and a little highlighter. And all of a sudden, people started saying, oh, you're done with treatment? You look great. And I said, no, I just had chemo yesterday. And they're like, well, you must be getting used to it. You look wonderful. And it was a much easier conversation to have multiple times a day. And I was uh, on my way to work one day, and I, I noticed uh, this young woman who was very plain looking and... Uh, she had what I call yearbook hair, where you can tell that that's the hair she had in high school, you know, and she still had it now. Yeah, like somebody else 15. told me that story. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was dressed, <laughs> and she had glasses on and no makeup, and I was looking at her, and I was thinking, you know, this woman is actually 
a great beauty. Like she was really actually stunning, but she kind of was hiding her beauty, you know, like the way her hair was and without makeup and with these big glasses. And I was thinking, you know, imagine if this poor woman was going through about with cancer, God forbid, you know, like I was, she, she doesn't know what to do now with makeup. How she'll, she'd really be lost if she was going through treatment and, and suddenly staring at a stranger in the mirror, you know, she wouldn't know what to do about the dark circles or, you know, about her complexion. And I thought, I'm lucky I'm a makeup artist. I know what to do. And that gave me the idea for the first book. Like I thought, let something good come from this adversity and let me help other people who really don't know what to do when they're faced with, you know, chemotherapy or radiation treatments. And um, I actually wrote the book proposal while I was going through chemo myself. But then it took me eight years until I got published. Eight years, really? Eight long wow. years, yeah. And I had some wonderful, I mean, I was with the William Morris Agency, and I was with some other, you know, they really tried, and they kept saying, like, no one has done a book like this, like a known makeup artist uh, dealing with cancer. Like, it hasn't been done. And, and I guess in the publishing industry, they like for there to be a track record. Like, if I do this, if they publish my book and it's a big success, the next person who comes along with uh, Beauty for Cancer book will have a much easier oh, yeah, time of go, it, but it. Yeah, they'll go, oh, well, that book did well. So why right, not? Yeah, so I get it. Why that's not do right. it also? Right. And, that's and so, so great. I'm sorry? No, no, I said that that's great. And also, I just want to interject in here, because you are a giver and a good person, that Rami does, takes his makeup artist to Ronald McDonald House and does the kids. The kids and the moms. You do, right? Yes. And the moms, because I saw I was performing there once, and, and I, huh. I think you happened to be coming in, and I go, what do you do? And he said, oh, I just did the makeup. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I Can't think that, that is so wonderful. Thank you. That, I work with them. I work. It started, my own bout with cancer started, I, I taught a class at Cancer Care for free for seven, uh, 13 years for women living with cancer or just coming out of treatment, you know, teaching them uh, how to address the physical side effects. And I've worked with the Young Survival Coalition. Um, I'm the go-to makeup person for um, the, uh, um, uh, the, oh, what's it called? Sorry, I forget. The uh, initi- initiative, that's the word I was forgetting, the initiative for women with disabilities. And uh, they're, you know, young women with cerebral palsy, and they're wonderful. And they called me in one day to do an event. They needed a makeup artist. They were doing, like, a self-esteem workshop. And I was kind of reluctant because I really don't know anything about self-esteem, and I've always put my focus on cancer patients. But, you know, I just I couldn't say no. And, you know, little did I know that going the one time would lead to years (laughs) Um, you know, volunteering with them, but they're such a wonderful group of, of uh, young women and, um, you know, so grateful and, and um, that that's also become like a, a regular, uh, you know, routine uh, volunteer um, thing that I do. Oh, Rami, this is a wonderful story, Rami. This is, this, uh, let's you. say your website while we have you here. Say your website. It's uh, Rami.com. It's www.ramy.com. Uh, you know, Rami, and, and we'll talk about your other book, too. I loved both of them. Uh, I read both, and I have. I love mine. I keep going back to it. Even in this time when it's like I wrote on Facebook the other day, I just want to put on makeup and dress up again. <laughs> and I go back to your book because uh, you have so many great tips, Thank not you. just for you really 
uh, not just one kind of woman. It's every kind of woman, every kind I, of I, complexion, and every kind of age. It's it's. I love that book. And thank I also you. Love yeah, the, the, how to fake real beauty. The second amazing. book. I, yeah, I'm I'm very proud of it. I really feel like I put everything I know. I, and and the publisher also you know they barely edited it they they the first book was heavily edited they kept making changes and rewrites the second book i was anticipating the same thing you know it was my because i'd only had had one publishing experience prior and um I was shocked. They asked me like three questions basically to like kind of explain something like, you know, uh, to, to elaborate on something like three questions. And that was it. And they published it as is like, as I wrote, you know, this, the way I wrote it, it was literally, I know is I, I, I thought it was unheard of. And, um, you know, they formatted it for me. Like, you know, they put the, we'll put this in the skincare chapter. We'll put this in how to make your eyes look bigger. You know, they, they did the formatting, but as far as how, you know, word for word, the way it was written, it was exactly as I wrote it. And um, I'm very proud of that. Wow. You know, and, and, and you know what, too? You, you are a giver, Rami, because as I, people don't know this, as I look through the book, you weren't pushing your makeup. You go, you could buy my makeup, but here's some <laughs> alternatives. And yeah. that was, I said, wow, how generous is he? Well, I wanted it <laughs> to be, I didn't want it to company. be like a branded book where it's like, oh, this is the Rami Cosmetics book, you know, where you see other people, you know, um, that have brands and the whole book is about buy the brand, buy the brand, you know, just, you know, buy my brand. And I think that sort of takes away from the message of the of the book. It becomes sort of like a, an advertisement. And I didn't want to do that. So in my book, I was very sure to, I add, um, inexpensive brands for people that are shopping at the drugstore, for example, or, you know, who can't afford expensive makeup. And then I put my brand as sort of the middle ground and then, uh, you know, expensive brands for the people that, you know, like to have, you know, the best of everything and the most expensive of everything. And so I wanted it to be really universal. Yeah. And it was, and I thought that was, when I was reading through and I go, wait a minute, he put a cheaper brand. (laughs) <laughs> but I would yours is worth the money. So and also Thank you. I, I think so too. Chat room. I have a it is I love it. I love the, the, the everything uh I use everything. So and I love <laughs> your um eyelash um the healthy eyelash uh wand. Oh, the eye grow brows. I also Yes, and I go and what happened was I started using it and it it turned the color back to natural on my eyebrows. Really? I used to, I'm not, yes. So I was telling an, a cancer patient about that. They go, they go. Do you color out your eyebrows? I said, No. I use Rami's wand. And she goes, I gotta get that. And so you have a fan here. You have Gail Parento from Parento Guidance. It's a great show. Okay. She loves Rami, and I love the eyeshadow and the product I bought from him. Congratulations oh, so nice. on the book, and hope business comes back strong. It's a fan, Gail. I sent Gail to you actually. Uh, she's a publicist, and she loved you. I sent my niece to you as well. And uh, some of my family members and friends. Oh, thank because you. Because I, I do love your product. And let's talk where you can order your books. Because this is a great gift oh, right now for summer reading. So Sure. Uh, it's available on my website on Rami.com. And it's also, of course, available on Amazon. And, in fact, How to Fake Real Beauty hit number one on Amazon twice. Wow. And uh, so did your other book, I believe. Uh, the other you know, book, Rami, I don't, you know, you back then whole... I wasn't tracking it so much, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm just listening to you, Rami, and I mean, I could talk to you forever because you're such an interesting man. It, it comes to mind that this story is a book. 
everything yeah, you just told, told me is a book. <laughs> I've been told that before. Yeah, I, I always joke that I'm like, at least it hasn't been a dull life. You know, it's been interesting. No. And it's great, um, too. So tell us some about, uh, okay, let's say your website is www.rami.com. How easy is that? R-A-M-Y. And also on your site, too, I think you have tips. Am I remembering yes. this right on your website? Yes. yes. Go ahead. I have tips and looks, you know, how to achieve the look. It shows pictures. It's actually from the book, and, I, you know, how to achieve the look. I'm, so I'm sharing some of the stuff from the book on the website. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I uh, also offer, like, uh, virtual uh, makeup lessons and virtual eyebrow coaching, which is something I started with the lockdown because, you know, I closed my studio. You know, we were on lockdown. We're not allowed course, to work and yes. see clients. And um, – so many of my clients were calling and, and reaching out and wanting to know when I'd be open. And, you know, I don't want to reopen until I know it's safe for everyone. Um, I was allowed to open, I think, as of very end of June, and I had planned on opening July 6th, but then it just didn't feel safe. It just, I just was too nervous yeah. about it, and I'd rather wait a few weeks and, um, and you know, make sure that, that it's safe you know, for everyone you know, before. You know, Rami, it, it comes to mind that that would be, uh, and I, I guess you could do this, that would be a great gift, that somebody could get a gift certificate for a virtual consultation. Yeah, well, they've been very popular, and I was really surprised. You know, when I did, the first one I did was, it's like virtual eyebrow coaching, where, uh, you know, the client, I'm basically, via Zoom or FaceTime, I am directing them how to do their eyebrows. They do it while I watch and direct them. And it's been very successful, I have to say. And what's been really a surprise, I'm getting people from, like, all over the world. And, you know, there's existing clients that have escaped to Nantucket for the lockdown, you know. So you get someone from Nantucket. I've had uh, a guy from Canada. I've had, you know, it's basically global. You know, I can do it for anyone. Um, And they've been very successful. You know, I'm just thinking that. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking because, you know, all these um, uh, teenage girls and everything, they can't have their parties, they can't have anything, but that would be a great virtual thing for you to get on a Zoom party call and give coaching lessons or yeah, just talk you know, to them about their makeup. Yeah, and they, wow. bring, you know, they, they bring their own makeup, you know, and, um, you know, people do that in, in, uh, when it's not virtual also. Let's say if someone comes for a makeup lesson, uh, often they'll bring – whatever they have, their arsenal of makeup for me to assess for them. And, you know, like I'll tell them, oh, this one, is, you know, like this is really good for you. This, you know, this product is not. This is a color you should throw away, <laughs> you know, but I'll be very honest about it. And, um, uh, you know, virtually you can do that as well. You know, I can tell someone, you but know, I can make it, suggestions. I'm just thinking that is a great idea as, a, you know, especially teenage girls and uh, just that here's here's something you could do. You're all invited. You all get a book. You all get a you know <laughs> something like that. It's just such yeah, a, great that's a great idea. idea and actually. I miss you. I mean, uh, oh oh okay. I have to ask you something. So you have my phone number. I think somebody has a question in the chat room that I have to privately oh. ask you. <laughs> they said oh, okay. they want information, but they don't want me to announce it. And, oh, um, I see. But it's. Uh, but you know, I love it, and I have. I personally, I personally vouch for him. I love his base makeup; uh, it carries me all year. And I loved his tips about my eyes. I won't tell you what they are. 
you can buy the book <laughs> on Amazon, and uh, but everything and your makeup. I'm still you. Uh, I got to get on your line. I was waiting for you to have your specials again, which I guess there should be a summer special coming up. But um, yeah, usually on the weekends I do promotions. Awesome. Weekends, okay. But the the makeup is just so smooth and it just blends in so well that it doesn't even look like you're wearing makeup. Which is what? Oh yes, but say your motto. Maximum. Minimum makeup, minimum? maximum impact. And it's so true. And now let's talk. This is going so fast. I can't believe it. But let's get in those celebrities because I want to uh, talk about the celebrities. Sure. The one people get How excited many people about it. Yes. A lot. Go yeah. It's, uh, Taylor Swift always gets a lot of attention. Um, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Rihanna, um, Real Housewives of New Jersey, <laughs> uh, Tia Leone, wow. Juliana Margulies. Um, I'm looking. Oh, uh, Tina Fey. And, oh, I love um, Tina Fey. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking. Susan you, you Lucci. have so many. David Spade. Men, men too. So you can yeah. give suggestions to men, I see. Right. Very much so. As yeah. Well? In fact, I recently put up a men's page um, on Rami.com because I I get a lot of questions, and you know, I realized, like I always thought it was silly. That, uh, you know, oh, if it comes in a blue box, it's for men, you know, and it's the same product that they're selling to women in a pink box or, you know, and I just but it's it's marketing, I guess. And I finally I realized, you know, a lot of men will ask me, like if they come for their eyebrows, they'll ask me, what can I use for my skin? You know, what do you recommend for this? What do you recommend for that? And it's the same product I would offer a woman. I'm very universal in my products. They're meant to be for every skin tone, every age group, uh, male or female. But sometimes you know, people, you, you do need to market to them. So I put up a men's page where I recommend which products uh, I would recommend for men. And uh, they're the same, you know, many of them are the same products that I would recommend to women. But, um, of course, there's other products I recommend to women that I don't recommend to men. So it, the, the men's page sort of spells it out, um, and, um, yeah, it's great because it's a lot, it's a big part of grooming too. It's just that men don't think to ask, like, what can I use for that? Right. Well, God, that you can do men's eyebrows too. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's become That's half really- of my business over the years. I mean, I would say up until about uh, 2011, 99% of my clients were women for eyebrows, and uh, maybe. Uh, 2% were men, and it was usually right before the wedding, you know, before they were getting married, yeah. or if it was a guy that had a massive unibrow and needed to do something, but they would always want to come after hours because, God forbid, someone should know they were getting their eyebrows done, groomed. Um, and uh, it's completely turned around, uh, and now it's literally become half of my business uh, is men. Wow. And it's almost the younger and generation, I would say, that – we're down to three minutes. It's it's like wow. I can't believe this. You're such a great guest. Okay, uh, what's a good tip for summer? What's a good tip for summer? For summer, I say just skin. keep it light. You know, maybe um, a little eyeliner and uh, powder just to you know keep the shine at bay and have like a nice finish to your complexion. Um, I do recommend uh, a gel bronzer as opposed to laying out in the sun. I know sun worshippers don't like to hear that, but you can get the same beautiful tan without damaging your skin. Um, so I do recommend bronzer. And, yeah, just keeping the makeup light. You don't want to be uh, heavy-handed during the summer. Oh, good. You know, a that's, little that's pop of color. Is, yeah. 
a little pop of color is very nice. And I, that's yeah. what I've been doing, so I learned well from your book. And you can get those <laughs> books on Amazon or go to www.ramy.com, R-A-M-Y. And I could talk to you for hours, of course, but I, it's just, you're just so fascinating. But seriously, your story is a book, and there's more to the story, but I'm not going to give it away because it's going to be in the next book. Uh, with that, and uh, it, it's really great. www.ramy.com, and also for makeup tips, people go there for makeup tips. And, yeah, uh, and so, is there anything else that we got two minutes? I, I Would you like to say, add anything I, else to this? I uh, occasionally I, pu- I put up on the website, uh, you know, a consult like a free consultation where you can email me for a consultation, and you can also just email me directly, which is rami at rami.com. R-A-M-Y at R-A-M-Y dot com. You can always email me directly, you know, questions, uh, makeup and beauty questions, and I always reply personally. Oh, wow. That is so nice. Well, I don't know what else. To, okay, get his books. I'm, and I'm, as I'm saying, <laughs> these are great gifts. These are great gifts, and especially uh, How to Fake Real Beauty, my Bible. And uh, <laughs> I'm constantly going back to it. Wait a minute. What did you tell me about the eyes again? Uh, and it, it's so great. So it's www.ramy.com. Uh, go check him out. Thank you. Uh, you got uh, Gail Parentes' wonderful show today. Oh, thank you. Goes, this was so necessary. Wait, wait. There's more. She goes, this was so necessary as so many of us are stuck doing our own makeup. He goes, oh, she said, Rami, we need your help to help prep for Zoom calls. There you go. That's awesome. Add that to your website. Add that to your website. Can prep for yeah. Zoom calls, make up for Zoom a, calls. A lot of the virtual awesome. uh, makeup consultations have been for, because that's what people say. They want it for their Zoom calls. They want to look good on camera. Well, uh, yes, and that's I've been telling comedians who are doing comedy, you have to really look at it as a performance medium, not like stand-up. You have to look at it that way. But uh, anyway, so thank you, Rami. This has uh, oh, been you. What's the Buzz New York. And we had our guest, Rami Gaffney, and, or Rami Cosmetics. Go check it out. Go check out his books. Go check out everything R-A-M-Y. Make sure it's him, though. And uh, <laughs> people have to do – oh, Gail mentioned people have to do job interviews, too. So thank right. you for being today's right. special guest on What's the Buzz New York, Rami Thank you so much, and you have a good, nice summer. Thank you for having me. You too, Nancy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.